The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Down for Friday, Thursday, the 4th of February. Wow, it's hard to get that out. I can't believe how fast the year's going by already. I am Mr. Jolly of Sydney. That is Mr. Jolly of Sydney on Twitter, of course. My partner with the show is Scotty Harland, aka the Harlander, the Harlander23 on Twitter, H A R Lander. And uh, shout out to all the big knobs from, uh, of course, Hoopball, which is the great organization that we come to you from. Speaking of great, I'm joined today by my Thursday night living legend. I've missed him the last couple of weeks. I think he's coming from to us from a different state today. That is his level of dedication. He is, of course, Brent, the middleman Carlson. Brent. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I'm coming from uh, my normal state of confusion is where I'm coming from. But yeah, the uh, coming to you from Arizona today, my last uh, show from Arizona, being back in California after this, but missed you the last couple of weeks, ready to talk some hoops. Yeah, I tell you what, I've missed you as well because it's a lot of fun. It's Friday afternoon here for me, and it's as we say in Australia, it's about uh, thirty minutes before beer o'clock. So uh, this is these shows with you sort of set me up for that. Now let's just do these games in any order and start with probably the most bonkers line. By the way, is that word common in the states? Bonkers. Uh, yeah, when you're talking about a game like this, it definitely fits. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I don't think I've ever used it, but I, but I've heard it used. Well, bonkers means insane, of course. And Kelly Oubre Jr. for the Golden State Warriors, who uh, went out, ran out big winners against the Dallas Mavericks. Boy, oh boy, the Mavericks cannot take a trick, can they? Um, they? They play against the Warriors. They lost 147 to 116. Usually it's only the Wizards or the Nets who can see that kind of score or or, or, <laughs> or get that kind of score in a game. And it was Kelly Oubre Jr. who did the damage. He had 40 points on 14 for 21 shooting, 7 for 10 from the field, 5 for 6 from the line, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. My goodness, what do you say? It was a tsunami. That 7 for 10 from 3 is insane, especially for a guy who's struggled all season with his three-point shot, who's been on our Discord. I've seen his name pop up almost more than anybody else's. Should I sell? Should I buy low? Is he finished? Well, I hope you hung on to him, and I hope you bought low because uh, the cold streak is over. Yeah, now shout out to the guys. God, I've got him in a couple of leagues, and you would not believe some of the absolute dog doo-doo offers I've had. I think... In two different leagues, I had six different offers that somehow included Hassan Whiteside for him. <laughs> <laughs> that and, just shows how low Ubre had sank in the beginning of the year. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Um, so, I mean, what, what are we, what's the takeaway from this? He's not an immediate sell high, is he? We, we, we think this means he's back. This is not like an aberration and he's just going to fall back to being crap again, is it? No, I mean, obviously, this is probably going to be his best game of the season, I would think. But he he certainly is not a sell high. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, has top 30 upside with his defense that he brings. Uh, you know, I think this is just a, a resetting of, of the balance. <laughs> um, the beginning of the season, he was just so ice cold. It was bound to turn around at some point. And 
you know, we just have to keep reminding people it's still way early in the season. There's still over half the season to go. A lot of these guys who we know are good are going to turn it around, and, and this is just a great example of that uh, from Ubre. Now, speaking of another guy who turned it around because he was not great very early in the season, and we were talking about being worried about his field goal percentage. Well, he's now ranked eighth on the season on a per-game basis, and he's inside the first round on totals as well. And that is Stefan Curry. He had 28 points, he had three rebounds, he had six assists, uh, and he was nine for 17 from the field, four for 10 from deep, and a perfect six for six from the foul line. He's definitely um, run into form, hasn't he? And he looks like a lock for, for first-round value. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he 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 was one of the guys I would say it was top five for me, uh, and he's he's showing that he has potential to be number one uh, with the volume of shots that he shoots and and the percentages that he makes them at. Um, he also is getting a lot of rebounds this season, which is really nice. He's a sneaky. Uh, he people forget that he's a point guard, <laughs> um, and he because he gets a lot more assists than people than people think. I mean, he's just an amazing player, and and he should be right up there for MVP. Um, in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, given how surprisingly actually not bad the Warriors have been um, this season uh, after the injury to Clay, and a lot of that is, or well, most of that is down to him, I think you're, that's not an exaggeration. Wiggins had 18 points, three rebounds, two assists, and one block. Juan Toscano Anderson played 39 minutes to lead the Warriors in minutes. What a year. People thought 2020 was weird and 2021 was not going to be weird. How about that? He had 14 points, eight rebounds, five assists, two blocks. Are you adding one? Uh, you know what? I mean, with this Looney injury and, and with this uh, Wiseman injury, it's opened up minutes for, for JTA uh, to, to step up and and he's certainly done that, and he's going to keep getting minutes as long as those guys are out. So if you got a if you got a spot for a guy for the next couple of weeks, um, you know he's certainly worth a look. Uh, you know, there's going to be after tonight. I think we're going to talk about a few guys who might be a hot waiver wire pickup, but he's definitely going to be one of them. If you're in deeper leagues, yeah, I, I'd go for it. And, and if you got a a spot burning a hole at the end of your bench and in smaller leagues, you know, grab them. But just know in a couple weeks when Looney's back and Wiseman are back, you know, those minutes are going to disappear. Yeah, and uh, speaking of sort of uh, weird stuff or, you know, kind of Draymond Green's been weird. I was just reading about someone talking about how it was washed. I think it might have even been Kingy saying Green does not look good. His knee looks really old and he can barely move. He can't jump. But he had 11, and, 11 points, 6 rebounds and 15 assists today. Yeah, I mean, you didn't draft Draymond Green for his scoring. You you drafted him for a guy who gets center qualification in a lot of leagues, who can who can assist and could potentially lead the league in assists this season. The way he's dishing them out, as long as he can stay healthy, I mean, we're going to see a lot of these these really low end you know potential triple doubles. Um, I was a little disappointed uh, with the defensive stats tonight. You know, no steals, no blocks, but that's that's rare for Green. Um, it may be a sign that he is slowing a little bit, but he's going to get all the minutes he can handle when he's healthy, and he's going to assist and be lead the league, um, or almost lead the league in assists. So if, if that's why you drafted him. So it, I, I stick with him. I wouldn't drop him. I'm not dropping him anywhere because he's doing exactly what I drafted him for. Um, and as long as he stays healthy, he's going to keep doing it.
Mm. Uh, this was obviously a blowout, so there was some excessive garbage time minutes for Damian Lee, who had 17 uh, and 5 with an assist and a steal with four three-pointers. Just a deep league guy, really, for the Dallas Mavericks. Always interesting things here. Doncic had another one of those sort of slightly down nights at with the field goal percentage. Uh, he had, was 8 for 20. But the free throw percentage is 8 for 9. Now, this is confounding. His... Field goal percentage is the thing that's damaging him the most this season. He's, I think he's shooting around about 44% on the season, which is not awful, but at the ridiculous volume that he shoots, it is hurting yeah. you. But the three throw percentage has gone the other way. So that's a weird one. If his field goal percentage had not um, regressed, he would be inside the top 15 players or so. But it's that, it's that field goal percentage that's just pushing him back a bit. True, but, you know, top 15 is great, but in a lot of leagues, Doncic, people were picking him first in a, in a lot of drafts, and he's definitely not living up to that. The field goal percentage, the turnovers, uh, you know, he's just – the problem is, you know, when Tim Hardaway Jr. is your third best player, it's pretty hard to – you know, defenses can really focus in on you, and Porzingis seems really hesitant to go inside – which he should have been, he should have eaten up the Warriors inside tonight with no depth, but he kept launching threes. Yeah. I mean, he, and, you know, his defense, he, isn't going to go inside. Yeah. He, in his defense, though, he did, <laughs> Sorry, hit, he did hit some of his threes. He was five for eight from deep, Porzingis, 25 points, five True. rebounds, three assists, still managed to get two blocks. From a fantasy perspective, this is perfectly fine, isn't it? 25, five, and three with two blocks and five threes. That's, that's second round value. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Porzingis is doing everything fantasy owners want him to do. He he looks like he's pay, he's paying off big time for for people who took him later in drafts uh, and waited on him to come back. He got back faster than expected, and he's been he's been amazing. Um, but in in real life, he's hurting he's hurting Doncic, uh, which is which is hurting fantasy owners who took Doncic's top five in most leagues. Uh, you know, he just he needs to. Uh, they need more interior support. Uh, for Doncic because teams are just collapsing on him and and he's just going to keep having to throw up contested shots which is going to make it really tough on him. Given the quality in the West too, I mean no, we know the East has improved but the West is still uh, decent. We they may be struggling. I mean, I assume they make the the play in but uh, it's their other players as well besides those two that that, that need to do better. Josh Richardson had two. We had one really good game, one decent game, though his shooting was bad. Today he was two for nine. He was even worse. He had six points, five rebounds, one assist, two for seven from deep, and two for nine from the field. That's two stinkers in a row for Josh. He was on a waiver wire, and I grabbed him. But do we th- is he? he's not must-add, is he? Not at this point. I mean, and there's no bigger Jay Rich fan than me is in fantasy. I mean, a guy who... You know, just a couple years ago, was bragging about how he wanted to lead the league in blocks from the guard position. Uh, was you know a great across the board fantasy guy. Really helped in those tough categories, the, those defensive stats. He's just a shell of himself right now, and, and I don't really know what the deal is. He's never really been a guy who needed the ball in his hands a lot to make things happen. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of nagging injury or something that we find out about with him. He's just not himself, and and I wouldn't rush to pick him up. Uh, you know, if it's between like him or like a guy like Robert Covington, who I've seen hitting waivers surprisingly in a bunch of leagues, I would definitely still jump on Covington. But but Richardson, you know, I I'd probably just leave him out there at this point until he until he puts together a couple good games. 
We mentioned Hardaway was their third best player. He had 19, 3 and 1 on just 6 for 14 shooting. Just not great. The Mavs shot 41% from the field. It was really only their three-point shooting that kept them in it because they were they were 38 for 92 from the field and 20 for 50 from the three-point line. So they they hit more shots from deep That's than crazy. they did from... Uh, from inside the arc. Uh, other guys, Kleber, we, it's weird. I talked about him on the last show as maybe being one to watch, and then he just goes and has two points, seven rebounds, and one assist on two shots in his 20 minutes. Now, of course, we've got blowout stuff here. It's almost not even really worth talking about these guys in too much more detail. Jalen Brunson had 18 and four, but again, we need to see that now that they're sort of all back, we need to see in a couple of games in a row without blowouts before we can uh, properly judge them. The second game of the evening that I want to talk about uh, is probably one of the, the most fantasy relevant or sort of like wash up relevant games is the Houston Rockets up against the Grizzlies. The Rockets won 115 to 103. It's all about the Christian Wood injury. He went off on a wheelchair. Uh, they're saying MRI tomorrow. 17.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, seven for 10 for the field, three for three for deep. Shout out to my mate, uh, John, who was texting saying, God, Woods just locked in from three. And then the next thing, I went to check the score and he was leaving on a wheelchair. Um, yeah, so I've got him in that uh, Franken, I call it Frankenroto because I've lost Tommy Bryant and I've also lost Fultz in that league. Uh, that's the one that you're in where you're the fantasy dick or something, I think. And I've asked for your advice. Now, yeah. what am I going to do without Christian Wood as well on top of Tommy Bryant? I hope he's not out for more than a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I don't think it would be more than, you know, this is probably going to be one of those dreaded, like, two to four weeks where you don't get a ton of information and you hope he can make it back sooner. It, it, Woods, Woods generally come back pretty quickly from injury, so hopefully that here. I mean, the obvious, the first move is see if DeMarcus Cousins is available. Um, if he's, he's picked up in a lot of leagues, though. Uh, Jay Sean Tate is mm. a guy who you may want to take a look and, and see if he's out there. He's been playing a lot of small ball center for them. Um, you know, I know they've been trying to get away from that, but, you know, Cousins just cannot handle a full workload right now. So, you know, he's not going to be the – he's not going to be, you know, a, a lateral move <laughs> for people who lost wood. Uh, you're going to have to back that up with someone. And I think Tate's a guy – uh, you might want to take a look at if he's available. But uh, other than that, you'll probably have to look somewhere else than the Rocket uh, for help out there on the waiver wire. Yeah, so Tate is available, and he's, av- he's available in a lot of leagues. Like, he's rostered. I'm just looking right now. His roster percentage is, uh, it's like it's about 20%. It's not even 20%, like 15%. It's like very low. So, I mean, what kind of guys are you adding him for? Like, would you add him over... I'm not dropping Clarkson, am I? I'm not dropping Joe Harris. I'm not dropping quickly. We need to hold quickly, don't we? And just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it would be... Yes, it would be tough to drop him over those guys, especially when we don't know how long Wood's going to be out right Mm. now. You know, obviously, if you're in a league where you have an IR spot, plug Wood into the IR spot, grab Tate. It's a no-brainer. At this point, you know, depending on where you're at in the rankings... Um, and with, with Alfred Payton still being there in New York, you know, maybe quickly is someone, you know, in redraft leagues that, uh, you know, maybe too, a little bit too far off and, and, and you need that immediate help, you know, he's someone you could, you could look mm. away from, maybe you regret it, you know, come playoff time, but 
you know, if you need the help now, go for it. If, you're, if your team's strong, though, and I mean, if those are your weak links on your team that you just listed, I think you just got to you just gotta tough it out. Yeah, you got to tough it out. And what see a, how long Wood, Wood's out for. What about Melton? He's another one, and we're going to talk about him in a moment. He, today, for the Grizzlies, had, uh, he had just eight points, but he had three rebounds, five assists. He's getting 24 minutes. When he gets more than 22 minutes, he has value because five assists and a block, Eight and three. I mean, the eight and three is not great, but the five assists and a block from the guard position, uh, you like that, don't you? And a three-pointer as well. Would you add Tate over Melton or are you hanging on to Melton? That's a good question. You know, I'd probably add add Tate just because they kind of have that three-headed monster in Memphis with Morant, Jones, and Melton. Uh, you know, and Melton was... Melton's great for, for steals, which is tough to get, and assists. But he's typically a lower scorer. Where Tate's gonna Tate's gonna score a little bit more. He's gonna get you the blocks that you're missing out uh, from a guy uh, like Wood. So I, I would probably do Tate over Melton at this point. Uh, but if your team needs our assists and steals, then I would probably lean Melton. But if you're looking to make up for you know the rebounds and the points and the blocks that you're losing from a guy like Wood, then Tate's the way to go. Yeah, well, I've got Melton in a few leagues, so I just hit add. There we go. I'll see see someone else can pick up Melton. Uh, I've got him in enough leagues that I won't cry cry over spilt milk. Demarcus Cousins today just had 15 minutes, five, uh, six, and three for him. But obviously he's going to be picking things up now. The thing to watch with him is going to be his field goal percentage. He's only been shooting 37% on the season. So that's an issue, isn't it? With the higher volume, he's just, he, he doesn't, he's still cooked, isn't he? Even with these higher minutes, he's going to stuff the rebounds. He's probably going to get some blocks and stuff. And he's, uh, you know, he will hit some threes, but the, the and he'll get your points. But the field goal percentage is probably going to be rough, isn't it? You know, he's a little bit like a Draymond Green right now. You know, he's the lower scoring, but this from the big with the rough field goal percentage. Uh, he'll typically give you a, a few steals and some blocks. He's still got a great mind for the game, but the body's just not reacting <laughs> like it used to. Mm. He's shooting a lot of mid-range and, and longer shots, which is hurting his field goal percentage. He's having a tough time getting those easy dunks and layups that he used to. But, you know, given, given enough minutes, if he's getting over 20 minutes a game, uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna give you close to a triple double pretty much every night. So you gotta have him rostered. Um, but ideally, you know you're in a team that's either punting field goal percentage or you have enough guys to offset it. It's Valentine's Day coming up. Two million penner men are already using Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. Valentine's Day is upon us. Uh, you don't know where the night is going to take you. And our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you you need to use the best tools for the job. If your girl can't think of what to get you this year, tell her to get the gift that's for you and for her. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect, Perfect Package 3.0 full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The perfect package, of course, is led by the revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer with its advanced skin-safe technology, which prevents uh, any messes on the bathroom floor and stuff like that because it's waterproof. Uh, you, that's very important when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow, of course. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxes that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those over the old used a stinky pair of boxes you have to these high-performance anti-chafing boxes. Complete your grooming game with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. That's the signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas. This cologne is a perfect complement to your collection. So all of this is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. 
That is hoopball20 at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping. Your balls and the people who enjoy them will thank you. Uh, and let's have a look at some of the other guys from the Rockets. Eric Gordon, he just he keeps on um, hitting three-pointers and hitting, getting points. Today, just two three-pointers, but you'd have 20 points, five rebounds, two assists, and one steal. He is uh, a three-point and point streamer, uh, maybe a long streamer or like a deep roster guy that's worth holding through the season. Uh, PJ Tucker had a PJ Tucker line, just three points, but eight rebounds, two assists, and one steal. Jay Sean Tate, who you mentioned, 19 points, seven rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks. Uh, I watched him play in Sydney last season against uh, Lamelo Ball. So that's. Uh, I wish I um, had a, a keepsake photograph of the two of them together there in Sydney. That would have been uh, pretty amazing. And now he he looks the guy. I'm going to have a look in some other leagues for him. Thank you for that tip, uh, Daniel House. Thirteen, uh, two rebounds, five assists, and three steals in 31 minutes. Now he's another one who benefits with Christian Wood out, but I don't think he's a must add in 12 teams. Is he? No, I don't think so. I, house, house, and house is like Gordon. He's you know really streaky. Uh, he he'll he'll he's one of those guys who is on and off of waivers just because he does have games like this, which are super tempting uh, to grab him. But the next game he'll have two points and one assist, and you know just because he went ice cold or made a stupid mistake and got pulled off the floor. So I, I think this is sort of an aberration uh, for him. But, you know, he did get 31 minutes. So if you're in deeper leagues and you're looking for guys that are getting a lot of run, he's definitely one of those guys. But be prepared for some stinkers uh, here or there, just like you get with Gordon and streak shooters like that. Yeah, now, one way to avoid stinkers in your leagues is to get the Fantasy Pass. Uh, the Fantasy Pass from Hoopball, which is still the best deal in the industry, just four ninety nine a month, and now we're into the regular season, well, six weeks in or whatever. There's zero commitment. Sign up for one month for five bucks. As I always say, that is just the cost of a cappuccino. You know what? Also, if you don't like it, you can cancel. So it's just a one-month commitment to try it out and one of the best things about it is the hoopball discord server which i'll talk about in a second you also get all kinds of other tools updated projections new fantasy appraiser tools schedule streaming charts pickups and drops basically it's content behind a paywall on the website which is really great but beyond that you also get access to the experts and you get that through the discord server what's a discord server you might ask yourself if you're not familiar well you should be if you're not it's like a slack like a basically like like having a facebook messenger but with different named threads where you can find different experts and get one-to-one help with your leagues it's really great stuff check out that uh fantasy pass head to hoop-ball.com click on the fantasy pass just below the main media wall brent is one of the most active people on there and uh, you don't have to be a podcaster like me to get him to help you pick up jay sean tate if you've just lost christian wood uh the next game that we'll talk about is the portland trailblazers up against the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, we were talking about this a little bit off air. The Blazers won this game, which is pretty weird, isn't it? 125 to 105. No CJ McCollum, of course, and no uh, Dame Dollar today. And yet it was uh, all the other guys. Gary Trent Jr. had 24, 3 and 3 with four three-pointers on 8 for 23 shooting. Gee, that man is a gunner. Uh, CJ Ellaby. Played 31 minutes and had 15 and 7 with an assist and a steal and two blocks. I guess maybe just a streamer and for a bit until we see what happens with D-Lil or do we just wait and see with D-Lil? He's not a pickup, is he? Uh, you know, Ellaby was a second-round pick. You know, good for him. I mean, getting 31 minutes, 
the block, you know, the blocks, the, the rebounds, you know, intriguing. He did shoot five threes. So anytime a guy can block and shoots a lot of threes, uh, he's okay in my book. But I think he's definitely, uh, this could end up being his best game of the season. Uh, it was a little bit of a blowout there at the end. So we got some extra minutes. And Lillard will be back. And, you know, Lillard is a usage hog and minutes hog. So uh, also, I think what Little was out to, you know, so they're missing some of their more uh, seasoned guys that are going to that are gonna take those minutes away from Ellaby. But uh, good job for that guy. But, yeah, I'd probably ignore him for now until he does it again. And Camelo Anthony had 22 points, four rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks. A steal and two blocks for Camelo. Merry bloody Christmas for Carmelo Koala as we call him down under, eight for 14 from the field. Just, uh, he's one that I've, I've just given up with him. I had him on my roster. I dropped him. I picked him up. I dropped him. I don't think I'm going to go and grab him again. It's just not worth it. Let's move on. Let's not let's not talk about Camelo. Uh, let's, uh, Nurk, Cantor, sorry, Nurkic. God, I miss Nurkic. I lost him on my teams. Cantor had 17 and 18. <laughs> Cantor uh, doesn't. Oh, gee, he does not mention this, him, does he? If you picked him up, Merry Christmas, uh, late belated Merry Christmas if you got him. For the 76ers, Joel Embiid just keeps on keeping on. He had 37, uh, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, 14 for 21 from the field. Is Joker the MVP or Embiid? I mean, Joker's the MVP in, in my book, right there with Steph Curry. But Embiid's been incredible. Uh, it, you know, the, the key thing with his line tonight and, and something that I think has really helped him all season is oh, only 0 for 1 from 3. Like, he, in previous seasons, he really fell in love with, with shooting the three-pointer. And now he, he's really embraced just taking it to the hoop, you know, going inside. And his field goal percentage is reflecting that. His rebounds are reflecting that. His assists are down and his threes are down. But his but his point his scoring is his efficiency and all of that are up, and you know you take him beat off the Sixers and you know they barely make the playoffs so you know you definitely put him up there as a uh, as an MVP but Joker's just been just off the charts so I can't can't put any above, anybody above him at this point. No, that is fair enough, I guess. Tobias Harris had a down game. He hit one of probably one of the reasons they lost was some of their shooting was uh, from some of their guys was pretty bad. Embiid was sixty-seven percent from the field. Tyrese Maxey was five for eight from the field and good. Isaiah Joe had a couple of shots and sixty-seven percent. But uh, Tobias Harris was was garbage. Corkmas was garbage from the field. Danny Green was white hot garbage. One for five. And what has happened to Seth Curry, who played twelve minutes and was zero for one? You know, he just coming off that he was so hot before he had that injury, and then you know Maxi Maxi stepped up, uh, Milton has stepped up with him out, and you know I think that's made it tough. Now Curry's not getting the leash that he had early in the season because they they know if Curry comes out and he looks a little bit off, bring in Maxi, bring in Milton. You know those guys are are super hot right now too. Uh, so that that's hurt Curry a lot, but but Curry's one of those streaky guys. I think this is just a down time for him. The injuries may be lingering a little bit. Uh, he's somebody you know if he pops up on waivers, somebody to keep an eye on uh, in deeper leagues, and you know he because he could all of a sudden get hot and and have you know ten good games in a row. Um, but I think the emergence of Maxi and and the way Shake Milton's been playing is really hurting Curry. It's 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 definitely cut his leash. Mm, okay, well, that's something we can take away from this. I think another thing to think about here too is when you've got a guy like that who's really overperforming and they get injured or whatever the reason is, sometimes I think it's worth considering sort of selling them as soon as they can because 
very often when they come back from injury, they don't get back to where they were. And like you said, because other guys come and step up, and especially if they've played well and the team has done well, then obviously you know any smart coach is not going to rely as heavily on one piece, even if it is your son-in-law, as it is with... Uh, <laughs> with uh, Seth Curry in uh, at Philadelphia, I think he likes his, his, his son-in-law more than his actual own son. If you remember, remember when he got uh, ejected and um, uh, ri- uh, his son yeah. <laughs> Rivers was giving him the big send-off and whipping up the crowd in Houston. If I did that to my dad, I would, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, would yeah. I would never get back in my house. You know, he would never invite me back in the doorstep. I mean, to be as successful as those two guys have been, I mean, you have to be a super competitor. So I think, you know, I, I, I would love to just be a fly on the wall for Thanksgiving at the Rivers house just to see the, the type of like street right. football games or arguments right. over the turkey leg, last turkey leg, just <laughs> what's going on there. Because I'm sure it's just super competitive. It would, it would be, yeah. But sort of... uh, that is, you know, that's an interesting strategy. You know, if someone, someone streaky like that gets hurt, I, I think it's, it's a little bit easier said than done just because, you know, you feel like whenever you're selling a hurt guy, you're, you're getting less than you normally would. And, and yeah. there's always that temp- you always feel like, oh, I got to steal in the draft. I got to hang on to this guy. But you're right. I, a lot of these guys, they get hurt and they just come back and they're either not the same or somebody stepped in and took their spot or took some of their minutes. Mm. So they're just not going to get back to where they were. You know, that's something I hadn't really thought about, but I like that strategy a lot. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of this. There's a scene in one of the Godfather Father movies where Nicolas Cage um, says to his uncle uh, it, it, at one point, like, you used to be the man, but I'm the man now. And I, I bet you that's the kind of line that Austin Rivers would like to use on his dad. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> the Utah Jazz lost only once, I think, in their last 13 or 14 games. They won 112 to 91 against the Hawks. Uh, for the Hawks, there was no Trey Young in this game, so it's a bit hard to read too much into it. Clint Cabela had uh, six points, but he had 17 rebounds, one assist, three for 14 from the field. What the hell is that? <laughs> that is probably that's one just, of the that's weirdest. Just a weird li- one. One of the weirdest lines you'll see all season, isn't it? Uh, oh, oh yeah, and, and no blocks either so yeah, you know s- no blocks and that field. i mean those are the only reason you have capella is for the blocks and the field goal percentage and i mean at least he got the rebounds the three things you have him for he got one out of three this game i think this is just a weird one yeah no no young setting them up and you know they, they could just collapse in on the key if you don't have young out there to keep you honest yeah and, and also of course rudy gobert uh in the key way obviously oh, yeah. you know that that's a big impediment to uh field goal percentage kevin herder is one of the best pickups in the last couple of weeks i think with these injuries and stuff he had 16 points one rebound one assist three steals and a block wow you love that from your guard position don't you rondo had no points six rebounds and eight assists there's a weird line for you but it's just all weird cam reddish had 12 three and one he has been disappointing this season uh on the flip side of deandre hunter who's been very good but he was missing as well so i think we can just move along and talk about the jazz uh, Donovan Mitchell had 18 points, three rebounds, five assists, and two steals. Now, this guy's a bit of a lightning rod for different kinds of opinions. What do you, what do you think about Don Mitchell? I, I know a lot of people grabbing him even as early as the late in the third round, fourth round, but I wasn't keen on touching him because he hasn't had a top... He's basically only really touched top 50 in the last couple of seasons. He's never had a top 40 season, uh, and it just, just 
today was seven for 18 from the field. The field goal percentage is not quite there. The three throw percentage is not elite. What, where are you on Donovan Mitchell? I, I'm with you. I, I tend to avoid Mitchell just based on where he's normally drafted. He just, uh, I think he's he's just a way better real life NBA player than he is fantasy player. His game just does not translate well to fantasy. The low field goal percentage. He's not really a great three point shooter. He just shoots a lot of threes. Uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't wow you with his assist numbers, and he and he's not really getting a lot of rebounds. So. He's sort of like a really like high end uh, three point or I guess scoring and three point specialist. He does get some steals here or there, but yeah, I'm with you. I, he's just, he's just one of those mystery guys where you feel like he should be a lot better just because of how good he is in real life, but he, it just doesn't translate to the to the fantasy world. Now, uh, where do we start? Jordan Clarkson has been one of the kind of surprising just really good value late round draft pick guys this season. He had a bit of a bounce back because the last last sort of two weeks or so, he's dropped off a bit, but he had 23 and seven with five three-pointers today. If he's on your wire and you need three points and a point streamer who, could, who you might even hang on to, I would consider it. I've got him in quite a few leagues and I've got good value and I'm hanging on to him even when he has a cold streak because, heck, what am I going to do? Have Terry Ross instead? Gee, speaking of guys like Terry yeah. Ross who have really long cold streaks, Boyan Bogdanovich, Mr. Bojangles, as I call him, he had 21 and six, uh, one assist, no steals, no blocks, just one three-pointer. So he must have been hitting some long twos, two for two from the foul line. Uh, Bogdan, uh, sorry, Bo- Boyan, I picked him up in a couple of places. Have a look if he's on your wire. He's worth it. Royce O'Neal just had two points and 10 rebounds. He's inside the top 100, but... He's not really a must-add. So, what what do you do you think? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, just on Boyan, I definitely add him if he's available. He's starting to pick it up. You know, the wrist wrist injuries are tough for shooters, but he's starting to get that back, and he's even he's even getting some more assists than normal. Uh, Royce O'Neal is just one of those guys who you look at the top 100 like what that guy's a top 100 player sort of like a kenny anderson type of guy but then you look at the numbers and you realize this guy is like a rebounding machine (laughs) um and and usually pretty good field goal percentage he usually shoots more than one for four uh but yeah definitely not a must add but if you need rebounds and and some defensive stats you know you could do worse uh than o'neill and yeah i love clarkson Clarkson this year has been great. His assist numbers have come up, but this is a very Jordan Clarkson line. Uh, the 23 and seven, no assists with five threes. Uh, the cool thing about Clarkson is he's a three point specialist, but he does get a lot of rebounds. So that puts him head and shoulders above, you know, guys like Eric Gordon or, or these other, or Terrence Ross or these other three point specialists who don't give you much in the way of other stats. And back to Boyan for a second. Would it be surprising to you if I told you that in the last week he was ranked 31? in nine category on a per game basis no not at all i mean he would he was a monster last season and and i think uh he started so slow i think a lot of people might have got a steal by getting him off of waivers uh he's a big part of that offense uh especially you know when ingles isn't playing well which is more often than not these days uh you know they love Boyan. he's gonna get he's gonna get 30 minutes a night most nights and like I said, his uh, his ancillary numbers have come up a lot. He was typically like a Jordan Clarkson type, like three-pointers, rebounds, and points. But I've noticed a lot more assists. I've noticed some defensive stats from him. So I think he's starting to get back into that groove. 
The last game of the evening is the Denver Nuggets up against the LA Lakers. That game is still going on as we speak. Uh, it's about uh, 9.20 p.m. Uh, in PST right now, and it's uh, 4.20 in the afternoon on Friday in Sydney where I am. The Nuggets are trailing 82 points to 92. A couple of just very quick talking points here in the last few minutes of the show. Uh, it's all about Michael Porter Jr. Uh, coming off the bench. He's only played 19 minutes his usage is down, although some poor shooting today. Three for 10 from the field. I wonder if that's a confidence thing. Eight points, three rebounds, just one steal. Meanwhile, J. Michael Green started. He's played 28 minutes. He has 14 points, eight rebounds, one steal, two three-pointers. This is a development, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I, I this might be more of just uh, the size of the Lakers uh, more than anything. But I, I have noticed. Yeah, Porter, Porter has been down. I, maybe he's just working, getting his conditioning back, um, coming off of that COVID. He, I mean, that was a long absence that that he was out. Um, it's tough to get your legs back. But I, if you could, he's definitely a buy low in my opinion. If if you can get someone who's nervous about him, uh, I would go for Porter. Uh, yeah, I love Michael Porter Jr. I think as far as points, rebounds, blocks, you know, three-pointers, they're going to all be at elite levels. It might be a great time to go buy low. Yeah, when you say buy low, he's like nine times lower in the last week than he is his average on the season because he's 24 on the season and uh, he's 214th in the last week. Now, that's, uh, that's only off a couple of games, but it uh, definitely looks like a buy-low candidate. I've got him in a few spots, and I thought he was going to be a league winner. So, gee. Um, Will Barton is another beneficiary of extra minutes at the moment, but then just nine and two with four assists for him in his 31 minutes so far. Jamal Murray has been a bit disappointing at 17, four and one so far. Jokic having a very quiet game against the Lakers. Nine points, nine rebounds, five assists. It's funny, isn't it? It's, almost, it's like... 10 and 10 with five assists and it's very quiet, but just four of 12 from the field. So yeah. obviously uh, just uh, he's struggling up against the Lakers, who are obviously a very good basketball team. For the Lakers, LeBron James has 24, 8 and 7. He is chugging along. Davis has 11, 7, 2 with three steals and two blocks. That's what gets him that first round value, that just incredible defensive upside. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, 18, 2 and 3. Kyle Kuzma, 11, uh, three rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Uh, Montrez Harrell, 12 and four. Anything from the Lakers that jumps out for you in your final comment today, my man? Yeah, you know, um, Dennis Schroeder, I think, has been a sneaky, sneaky value all year. He was one of the guys that I was hyping up a lot in drafts based on where he was going, and and he's getting a lot of minutes. He's getting a lot of usage uh, when he comes in for the Lakers. Uh, love Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I mean, but what else are you going to say? James and Davis are just the elite of the elites. Um, yeah, I mean, if you drafted, I think guys who have LeBron must be pinching themselves because he dropped a lot in a lot of drafts because people thought he was going to sit a bunch this season. He really hasn't, and he's been amazing. So you probably, based on where you drafted LeBron, got a huge steal uh, early on and probably got two really good players uh, drafting you know at the end of the first the beginning of the second so good job there um, yeah but that's about it I mean that's uh, not much else to say uh, yeah, about the probably, Lakers probably one know, of the most they kind of alternate who does good yeah probably one of the more boring yep. teams for fantasy because they've only really only got two guys who are valuing the others are streamers Brent thank you very much for joining us today mate it was magic to have you on again and we look forward to having you on again next week back uh, back in California 
yeah, back at home base with my home mic. Uh, I can't wait for it. And, and Aaron, thanks. Always a pleasure, man. I look forward to this every week. It was wonderful having you. Thanks very much, mate. Bye for now. Take care, everybody. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.